ยินดีต้อนรับสู่สะพานผ่านเทคเกตของพระเจ้า Welcome to Bridges for Mission. Good morning, everyone. Bridges for Mission. Here we are, and we are entering a new season. And you have been so faithful. It is. Awesome, awesome! Thank you, thank you, everyone from all continents who are following us. We have over 2,000 followers at this point. I think we're close to maybe 2,400, um, and it's exciting. Um, so this season we are doing a little a little twist. You're going to hear voices from volunteers, prospective volunteers, some that have never been on a mission trip, and and are praying and thinking about it. Um, So just gather up and um, and let's see what what the Lord brings us. So today, and yes, so I forgot to introduce myself, Reverend Sandra Dorsonville, co-producer of Bridges for Mission. Delighted to have you uh, following us, um, and my co-producer and partner in crime here, <laughs> Minister Nicole Cox. Hello, hello, everyone. And um, actually, she's going to start us off. We have June Bonds with us um, today, and Minister Nicole, she's all yours. Perfect. <laughs> I love it so much. So naturally, if we're going to talk about your experience, we need to know who you are. So, who is June? Um, I am an actor. I am a co-founder of a company called The Welcome Table. I. Work at a law firm, so uh, I'm a person of many hats, I guess. Uh, I'm a small town girl. I'm from a town called Lexington in North Carolina, which is not far from where Nicole is from. Yes, ma'am. I'm a family-oriented person. Let's see what else. I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's more to me, <laughs> but my brain is blanking at the moment. That is totally fine. That is a list. Well deserved already. It makes me slightly tired when you start listening to all the different things you do and all the different hats. You're like, wow, how does anybody have enough time in the day? Um, right. So my my first kind of question to get us started um, in that regards is with the mini hats that you wear um, and the busyness that is your life. How did you hear about international ministries? I heard about international ministries through my sister Darren. Um, she and Sandra worked together, I believe, or you're on an organization together. We and did actually, Reverend Darren and I were, um, yeah, uh, co-laborers in Massachusetts. Um, yeah. I was part of the uh, regional staff in Massachusetts, the Tabcom, um, and she was pastoring First Baptist Church of Needham. Um, and continued on and all that. So yeah, no, we've known each other for a number of years. So yeah. small world. <laughs> it yeah. is. And I'm grateful for it. Uh, Darren forwarded myself and our other two sisters an email from Sandra about a five-day virtual mission trip to Lebanon. And I had never been on a mission trip before. And I'd never uh, gone to Lebanon, didn't know much about it. And I thought, why not? It was $45. 
two hours each of those mornings, and I thought that it would be a really cool experience. And it was. I was not disappointed. It was, it was an awesome experience, and I have said and will continue to say a life-changing experience for me. That's awesome. And then thank you for mentioning that five-day mission experience. And um, it was a virtual experience so that our listeners uh, can kind of put it into context. And um, five consecutive days that we traveled with our partners, longtime partners, um, LSCSD in Lebanon, who hosted us all those days, um, ended up some at times, some days being closer to three hours. And then we had homework to do. We mm -hmm. shared meals. We learned some words in Arabic and all that. But um, what was transforming for you during those five days, if you wouldn't mind sharing with the listeners? I don't mind sharing, but it's not going to be a very concrete answer, I'm afraid, because I've thought about it after that. Like, what, what was the moment? What specifically was the moment where I was like, holy cow, I, I need to do this. Um, and I think it was just a culmination of all of it. It was being introduced to a completely different culture. It was learning about this country that I've heard about my whole life. It's mentioned, what, 75 times in the Bible? or, or so, I might be making that up. So if you need to edit that out, <laughs> feel free. Um, but hearing about the challenges that they're facing as a country and as a people, learning about LSESD and their partnering organizations and what they're doing for the people there. Um, and the people include, if I'm not mistaken, about a third of the Lebanese population right now are refugees and living in, I'm going to say rough because I, I can't think of a better word right now, conditions. And they would show videos and pictures of families living in what would be the size of probably a tent with dirt floors, very minimal food, and how they're providing for them in terms of the physical needs of food and clothing to educational needs to spiritual needs. And it was, I found myself over the course of the five days looking around my apartment that a lot of people here in America would consider very small. Um, it's a two bedroom apartment, not a mansion at all, but in comparison to what I saw, I was just blown away, ashamed, overwhelmed with gratitude, but also overwhelmed with just a, a I think ashamed is kind of a good word, just like this abundance that I have around me that I had completely taken for granted. And that that was transformative for me, I think. I know in my head, I know that I live in a bubble in terms of my life experience and how blessed I've been, honestly. But the five-day virtual experience, not even going there in person, was it made me more keenly aware of that bubble. And I, I, I probably don't even have a full grasp of the safety net that I have around me compared to a lot of people in this world. It sounds like it's been, it was quite transformative for you and opening the eyes to... Um, 
to so many aspects and so many things. And I'm wondering during those five days, how do you feel um, that God met you? I think God was very gracious in meeting me where I am or where I was. But at the same time, it was a, a rude awakening. So I feel God was gracious, but it, but was very pointedly saying, look, look around you, look at what you have. How can you use the gifts I've given you, the blessings that you have for this world? Mm-hmm. How can you use, how, yeah, how can you use what you have for the betterment of other people? Yes, I think. <laughs> I think that's. Yeah, no, that's powerful. So would you say that that started to open your eyes and your heart to short-term mission? Absolutely, it did. By the end of that five days, I very adamantly wanted to put my feet on the ground in Lebanon. And I still have, I still have a pull to Lebanon. Um, But I was just like, what am I doing with my life? I need to like go there and use my hands and my feet to do whatever needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And um, that I've continued with that um, path. And I filled out an application to be a short-term servant. And for the past several months, Reverend Sandra Dorsonville and I have been in cahoots about going to Goma. Did you (laughs) say Goma? Goma is not not in Lebanon. How did you come up with Goma? (laughs) It is not in Lebanon. Not well, I would say no, it's not even close. Um, I came up with Goma because of Sandra, who sat with me and listened. Uh huh. She's shaking her finger at me for those of you who can't see. Um, She (laughs) she sat down and listened to me and asked me questions about what I, if I close my eyes, what do I see? What do I hear? What do I smell? What do I feel about um, my short-term mission work? And I, I, it was a very interesting way to describe it, but to also get what was in my head, even subconsciously out of my head. And Um, she listed off a few places and organizations that she felt like I would be a good fit for, for which I would be a good fit. And Heal Africa was one of them. And we spoke with some of the short-term or long-term servants there, the Clemmers, and some of the counselors who work at Heal Africa. And it was, it, one thing led to another and we have been on the path to go there. So as you, ex, you know, your heart is open to short-term mission, is curious. Um, you, you stated a beautiful, a beautiful vision, um, visioning mapping that we did. Um, Heal Africa came as one of the potential partners that you're going to explore. And all. what do you anticipate to learn about yourself? when you travel, when you serve, when you are God's ambassadors, whether it be in Goma or Lebanon or wherever else. But what do you, yeah, what do you anticipate to learn about yourself? I'm almost afraid of what I'm going to learn about myself. I hope that I'll learn that I'm capable of way more than I thought that I was. 
I hope that I'll learn that my heart can stretch further than I ever knew to be more compassionate, to be more sensitive. I'm afraid that I'll learn just how sheltered I've been. Um, I'm afraid that I'll learn that I have a whole nother level of like prejudice that I wasn't even aware of. But at the same time, I think that that is necessary for growth. Um, exposure is everything in terms of growth. I, I hope and I'm afraid of, <laughs> of all of the life-changing things that I'll learn about myself. Yeah, that's so true. Um, so you mentioned earlier that you're from Lexington, North Carolina. So I yeah. grew up in like the Trinity Thomasville area in North Carolina who like those, the, those areas are like neighbors. Um, so we're super close to each other. Um, and I can understand that um, a little bit of apprehension on what you're going to learn about yourself because I had to go through the same thing when I moved from North Carolina to Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. um, there was a lot that I learned just in that area. So much less going and then traveling internationally um, is a whole nother level. Um, so I commend you and I lift you up in prayer for being aware of that because not a lot of people are aware that um, they may have those hidden things about themselves. And sometimes they just don't want to think about it at all. And they don't want to face it, but you're willing to face it. And you're willing to say, I don't know what I'm going to learn, but I'm going to learn something and we're going to see what comes out of it. Um, <laughs> and you know, you're taking it with that fear, but that faith hand in hand, um, which is really important because, you know, we're never promised that the road's going to be easy, um, but mm -hmm. we are promised that he will always be there with us. So, you know, even though there's that fear that you're not walking alone, um, both physically because we will be with you and then spiritually because he, God will also be with you in that. So I praise you for that. And I think it's, Thank it's you. such a beautiful thing that you know about yourself um, and that you're willing to share in addition. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate your prayers. Always, 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 always. You will definitely always have them. So I have the last question that we have for you um, is if you look, even if you just do a, you know, a regular Google search about sending agencies, you will see that there are multiple sending, sending agencies out there like international ministries that do short-term mission um, in different formats and in different parts of the world and things like that. Um, but I am, we really try to focus on um, how can we help new volunteers who've never been on the, the field before, you know, how can we help them? And as a new volunteer yourself, um, what are some of the things that you think that I am in the short-term mission, you know, desk should focus on when we prepare new volunteers um, to, to go onto the field? I think honesty is the best policy in all cases. So in terms of where we go, um, being completely open and honest about what we could encounter the what we need to do to prepare and I am has been great about that um in terms of so far what I've spoken to with I am has been vaccinations that I need uh the cultural differences that I'm going to encounter what I need to do to physically prepare um for example long plane rides and by long I mean 24-hour plane rides 
and what that will do physically. Get up, walk around, practice wearing your mask for long periods. Um, yeah, yeah. I think just being completely transparent about and about um, one woman I spoke to mentioned how tired I would be by the end of the day when on a short-term mission trip, the mental exhaustion that would happen with language barriers, with cultural barriers, with just, you know, dealing with jet lag, something as simple as that. Um, what I would encounter in terms of what foods to eat, not to eat, what to drink, not to drink, you know, um, and I think that as early as possible to start preparing your short-term mission workers for those things is best. That makes sense. You know, that um, physical, emotional, mental kind of preparation, because you can't plan for everything. Um, mm -hmm. And like you said, honesty is the best policy. And, and I know when I do orientations, and I'm sure Shonda does too, we don't know what's going to happen, but here's what we we at least have an idea of this is what we can help you with. You know, this is what you can do when situations occur. Um, but just here's all the information we have, but we don't have it all sort right. of um, concept and idea that we do. And, and it's not easy. It's a lot. And it's a lot to prepare for the field. Um, and it, it's more than three sessions in all honesty, because <laughs> we do the three sessions and we give you as much as we possibly can. But in all honesty, you know, you could prepare for a whole year and still not be fully ready for what you will encounter. Um, mm -hmm. But just doing the best you can and with what you got for sure. Um, so we thank you. We thank you. We thank you for being with us today um, oh. and sharing your wisdom, sharing your beautiful spirit with us um, and and, you know, your preparation of going onto the field and you know, where you're thinking about you're going to go and, you know, everything in between. So we thank you um, and blessings on what short-term mission has in store for you, you know, whether thank it's you. in Goma, whether it's in Lebanon, whether it's, you know, <laughs> wherever, you know, you and Sandra might get into conversations to next. Um, we're just thankful to have you with us with the short-term mission desk. Thank you so much for having me. I am honored to be here. And it has been a pleasure talking to both of you and sharing whatever wisdom I have. I don't know how much <laughs> wisdom that is, but it has been awesome. And I greatly appreciate you having me on. Yeah, I'm sure you've touched many hearts. Uh, many of our listeners from, you know, Zimbabwe and Nicaragua, Hungary, Lebanon, um, Democratic Republic of Congo, Thailand, wherever they are. Um, they have, you know, they have been transformed. They're taking it. Um, and maybe some, maybe many of them are wondering and trying to make that step, um, step in faith and, and volunteer somewhere. One word that you would impart, what hmm. would that one word be? I think faith is a good one for me, at least. As Nicole mentioned before, and as you just touched on right now, Sandra, um, fear can be a crippling thing and it can stop you from doing amazing things. And it's complicated because it goes in direct contrast with faith. <laughs> and so I think 
just have faith, have faith that God will meet you where you are, will take care of you wherever God calls you to go. Um, and trust that as best as you can. And if you're having a hard time, have faith that God will help you work through that as well. Wonderful. Well, thank you, June. Thank you, listeners. Thank um, you. It was a delight to have you and to have you come on board and join this table. Until next time. <laughs> Y'all have a good day. We thank you for listening to Bridges for Mission. You can find more information about the short-term mission office at internationalministries.org. Also, don't forget to get a hold of the new leader's guide entitled Short-Term Mission Team Essentials Together on the Journey. Uh, you can find this on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Book Baby, and that we are so glad that you joined us today. So thank you for all the subscribers and from listening from all continents. Thank you and have a good one. <laughs>